Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Gina Ryan, and I am so happy to be with you again today as together we can consider the many ways to bring your mind and body back to its natural peace and calm. In today's episode, I want to talk about high-functioning anxiety, and I want to ask you, Do you have high-functioning anxiety? The reason I am going to this today is that I recently read an article that was about high-functioning anxiety, and it really rang a bell with me because I have received so many emails from people that question whether what they are dealing with is anxiety or not because of many of the things that they're still able to do. And as we go on, you'll see what I'm talking about. But I realized that we hadn't really talked about this on the show. And I really had never really heard it called this before. But anxiety actually manifests in so many different ways in our lives. And many people feel they don't have, quote, the right to join a group or get help or even listen to the show because their symptoms, sensations, or situations are not, quote, as bad as other people's. So I really want you to take heart and see if you have any of these traits that I'm going to talk about as we go forward. And again, I will post the referenced article in the show notes for you to discover more about this if you care to read more. High-functioning anxiety is not recognized as a mental health diagnosis. You won't find it in the DSM-5. Rather, it's a coined term that refers to people who live well with anxiety. They have anxiety, but they identify as functioning reasonably well in different aspects of their life. So it's like you're anxious, but you're still going on about life and reasonably well. If you have high-functioning anxiety, you probably notice that your anxiety propels you forward, gets you going, makes you do things, rather than leaves you frozen in fear. So here's a little bit of a difference, right? We talk a lot about when we are frozen or when we are unable to move forward and do things. But with high-functioning anxiety, you may notice that your anxiety really is kind of the juice or the gas that propels you forward rather than leaves you frozen in fear. And on the surface, you probably appear 
appear to those around you to be successful. You're together and calm. Or you could be looked at as a typical type A personality who excels at work and life. However, the way you feel on the inside may be very different. And here is where we have to pay attention because I want you to look at yourself today as how you feel on the inside, not how other people on the outside are perceiving you. Sometimes we even fool ourselves with that. We think the way that people look at us is who we are. That's not who we are. We know who we are on the inside. So really open that up today and be honest and see what comes up for you. Someone with high-functioning anxiety may be the picture of success. They may be somebody that you look up to and have their life totally put together. You might arrive to work if you are high-functioning. You could be the person that comes to work early. You could be the person that everyone else sees as well-dressed, always looking in style, and like your life is really together. What others might not know that's going on inside you is that you might never share these kinds of feelings that are really inside you. These things that are beneath the surface of this seemingly perfect exterior. You might be fighting a constant churn of anxiety inside there. And you probably wouldn't think to share that with people at work. So let's consider that We are looking at ourselves from our insides, not how people see us, not how the world sees us. And it may have been nervous energy, a fear of failure or fear of being afraid of disappointing others that actually drove you to the success that you have. This can begin to look like perfectionistic behaviors. We all know the perfectionist. We all know when we are doing some perfectionistic behaviors. See if you can spot your own behaviors, both the positive and the negative, in the lists that I have here for you today. So let's take a look at the positive characteristics. The potential benefits of high-functioning anxiety can be seen in the outcomes and the successes that you and other people observe, right? On the surface, you may appear very successful in work and in life. This may be objectively true if you are only evaluating yourself based on what you achieve. So the characteristics of people with high-functioning anxiety that are often thought of as positive include things such as you have an outgoing personality, right? You're happy, you tell jokes, you smile, you laugh, you're punctual, you arrive on time. People love that about you. You're proactive, you like to plan ahead. And for the anxious, that would be planning ahead for all the possibilities, You're organized. You like to make lists and keep calendars. You're high achieving, detail oriented. You're orderly and tidy. You could be active, very helpful. You appear outwardly calm and collected. You're passionate. You're loyal in your relationships. And that can be 
so good to have these types of characteristics. But what we want to know is why we have these, right? And only you deep inside will be able to know if you are enjoying some of these positive characteristics and living a good life, or if you are driven to those through your anxiety. There are also negative characteristics. And in the case of high-functioning anxiety, their struggle can be lie beneath the veil of success. Again, once we have that success, we could be kind of hiding behind it, sheltering behind the success, feeling that, well, I have achieved this, so everything really must be okay. The anxiety you feel about your success inevitably must come out. And so there are characteristics of high-functioning anxiety that are internal and may never be noticed by others, despite the fact that they cause you, deep inside, a great deal of stress and distress. People don't always know that these actions are caused by anxiety, and they may just view them as part of who you are. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical-grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. One Skin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. So let's get into the negative behaviors in the perfectionist and the high-functioning anxious person. Yes, I said the perfectionist and the high-functioning anxious person, because I really see those two as going together. The perfectionist is struggling and often driven out of the same feelings that the high-functioning anxious person is. So despite being regarded as high-functioning, you may experience some of the following struggles in your day-to-day life. Now we covered the positive side of high-functioning anxiety, but let's look at where you might be struggling and where this might be hurting you. You may be a people-pleaser. You're afraid that you are going to lose the people in your life and you fear being a bad friend, a bad spouse, a bad employee, and you always have this fear of letting other people down. Often people with high-functioning anxiety talk a lot. They have nervous chatter. 
They may have nervous habits, such as playing with your hair, cracking your knuckles, biting your lip, those kind of nervous habits that we see develop. You might need to do repetitive things. This could be the start, or you may already be deeply into obsessive compulsive disorder where you do repetitive things, such as counting stairs, compulsive rocking, and look at these things and see what is driving them. That's the important thing. We all might do some of these things at times. We all might bite our lip or crack our knuckles, but we don't have to have this as a regular compulsive behavior, but we might. And if you do, you may want to look at why. Another thing is overthinking. Lost time, like arriving too early for appointments, always being way ahead of time when it's unnecessary. That's an anxious behavior. They have a need for reassurance. Maybe you ask for directions multiple times or you check on others frequently. Again, these may be things that are normal behaviors in one situation, but when they are taken to part of your daily living, you want to see where these behaviors are coming from. Often, the negative behavior of the high-functioning anxious person could be that they avoid eye contact, rumination, and a tendency to dwell on the negative. You know, we know this well, this is the what-if thoughts and dwelling on past mistakes. The inability to say no comes up here, always having to have overloaded schedule, being constantly busy, and never having any time for some of the things I talk about here. No time for that meditation or any of the self-care that requires maybe a half hour of your day. You could have insomnia, difficulty either falling asleep or waking up too early or being unable to fall back to sleep. A racing mind. Others may think that you are difficult to read. Maybe you are stoic, unemotional, or cold. And by stoic, I don't mean the philosophy. I mean the old stiff upper lip use of the word. You may have a very limited social life. You may turn down invitations. Again, maybe you have a limited social life because you prefer that, but maybe your limited social life is because you are afraid to step out and enjoy something that might be just a little bit out of your comfort zone. Only you know the answers to these questions. You have the inability to enjoy the moment, maybe being unable to relax or be in the present moment, or maybe you are always expecting the worst in any situation. You may feel intimidated by the future. You could have the tendency to compare yourself to others, falling short of expectations. You could have mental and physical fatigue. You could be loyal to a fault in relationships and the potential for alcohol or substance abuse as an unhealthy coping method. Now, I think that all of these could be looked at in two different ways. They could be just something that happens here and there, maybe something, behaviors that you do or don't do, and occasionally, but 
If these are driving your life and you are also coupling it with those positive characteristics that I covered and really driven to achieve so that you can feel good and protected and safe, this is a good time to start looking at the anxiety that may be underlying all of this. If you asked most people who know you, they probably would not have a clue that you struggle with anxiety every day. Deep down, you know that your anxiety limits your life, even if you don't let on. Perhaps you're able to achieve essential tasks, such as those relating to your work or your home, your family, but you feel your life is limited in other ways. As I said earlier, like you never do anything outside your comfort zone. Your actions are probably dictated by your anxiety. If you likely choose activities that calm your racing thoughts rather than ever pursuing activities because you would just enjoy them or because they would expand your horizons. If you have high-functioning anxiety, you've likely become very good at presenting a false persona. This is apparent to the world that you are put together and awesome. And deep down inside, the feelings that you have, you would never show those to anyone. This is a tough way to live. It is almost like having one shell on the outside with a totally different inside you end up keeping this all bottled up inside yourself, never sharing it and never letting on to the world, your family or your compadres, that you are struggling inside. You have compartmentalized your feelings with a plan to deal with them later. This is often what I hear. The feelings get pushed down and the saying is, I'll deal with that later, and that day never comes. This anxiety needs to be dealt with. You are still going to be successful. You are still going to have those positive attributes, but you are going to be able to eliminate the uncomfortable drive that pushes you there. Of course, the way out is no different than dealing with health anxiety or driving anxiety. The place to begin is by calming your nervous system, by not purposefully avoiding things outside your comfort zone, by letting yourself be free to be human, and that includes making mistakes or having a bad day. It's okay. I hope this show was helpful, and I look forward to your emails, anxietycoachespodcast at gmail.com. And now for today's quote. And now that you don't have to be perfect, you can be good. And that's from John Steinbeck. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com.